Hello. Hello, Marilyn Man. How are you? I'm fine, Dan. How are you? I'm doing very well on this day. Mm. Hmm. Yep. Here we are. Yeah. Here we are again. Yeah. On our own. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably gonna be loud again. Just so you know. I'll only say it once. In the background. Um. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I don't pick. I'm pretty sure they're building a water park. I came up <laughs> this morning. I arrived this morning, and I saw the thing that lets you know you're 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 in for a fun time, which is the you know sometimes they bring out a <clears throat> uh, as you say a urinal or a, a portalette <laughs> yeah. or uh, the the branded name in our uh, neck of the woods, the honey pot, the the, the honey pot. They yeah. come out and they drop off one of those on wheels, and it's like, hey, this is where people are gonna make a deuce. So, so that's right outside my office right now. And oh. so I I think that's good. It provides, as Don Norman would say, it provides an affordance for something that I would just as soon be in a room and not on the street. But that'll be right out front so I can think about that. I could look at it as maybe my office got a second bath. You know, I mean, a, that's you've got you've to look at it. The, there's a silver lining, Merlin, and you've just got to find the silver lining. A lemonade. Yeah. 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 What's, what's, what's going on in your neck of the woods? I don't know. Me neither. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it. It's it's really just the same thing over and over, just 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 slightly different. Yeah. And, right? and but like never less painful. No. Mm-hmm. No, it's always yeah. the same amount of pain. It just feels it's painful in a different part of you. Well, as a, as a retired project manager, Dan, I'm aware of something called resource leveling. I think that's the way you get, there's like a, there's the, the big, there's a big pie that can't change of the pain in your life, the pain yeah. pie. Yeah. And, um, there's pain pie and then there's, you can slice it however you want, but there's still oh, yeah. going to be a butt ton of pain. I, I have this thing that I mention to my family sometimes, and, uh, I, it's not out of uh, concern that they've forgotten that this is the thing that I want, but just because I don't know. It, it, it feels like a form of therapy to mention it. And I'll say to them, sometimes I'll say, you know, um, I wish I could go somewhere. This is kind of like that, that novel, My Year of Sleep. I, I kind of wish I could just go somewhere and they would just knock me out for 30 days. Just sort of like a, well, a cryogenic kind of freeze. Like, I just want to get through this part. I think Roderick put it well a long time ago where he kept talking about like, you know, his, he's got all kinds of little dings on his body. He's, he's basically like, he's like a, a, an urban used car. John Roderick. Yeah. He's got, you know, he's got a lot of door dings and a slow leak from hitting the curb and that kind of thing. Except in the case of the curb, I think it was his teeth on one occasion. Yeah. And John had said that he kind of wants to go through the Star Wars uh, dematerializer thing. What do you call that? Transporter? You mean Star Trek? Uh, the what transporter? You said Star Wars. Yeah, so the thing in Logan's Run. Star Wars that, wishes it had a transporter. Come on. It's the thing in Logan's Run that sends you to sanctuary. <laughs> But that, uh, you know, and I think it was CGP Gray, amongst others, has a really good video about how, you know, actually, the only way to really understand the transporter on Star Trek is to understand that, like, a, dif- a different version of you materializes somewhere else in yes. some ways. Yes. But the point is, John's point, which I think is a very good point, and I'm, I really am, I should p- pick up a, a subscription to Omni Magazine so I can see how this oh, is coming along. Omni, yeah, they're, they're great. I want you to disintegrate my entire body <laughs> and then recreate it from the actual blueprint. Maybe sure. a hard reset. Show me all the blueprints. Show me all the blueprints. <laughs> Hard reset, and in my, I don't know, I'm not a, I'm not a cryogenicist by trade, yeah. but it seems to me that if you knock me out for 30 days, yeah. not only would I, would I get a couple good nights sleep out of that. Finally, right? Oh my God. It just sucks to wake up and realize you're not sleeping as well as you like, and then you just keep doing that over and over. Yeah. Anyhow, um, 30 days, that's really all I ask. I pay the rent early. 
Nobody need to worry about anything. I'll order milk in a would couple you be, weeks. Would you be missed? Do you think by if you were gone for a full? Uh, by whom? By whom, Dan? That's what I'm saying. Would who would miss you the most? Well, there's several senses of the word miss. I think generally, no, I would not be missed. <laughs> and on the other sense of the word, no, I would not be missed. I would neither be missed nor missed. <laughs> I'm a Mister who shan't be missed. Yeah, psst, 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 that's me. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, but it doesn't all everything's everything's uh, everything's great. I, I didn't prepare a, a, a whole lot, but I, I got a couple things here. I thought I'd interrogate you about your. Uh, well, I'll just ask. Hi, Dan. Hey, Marilyn. What's going on? We talked last week about your interest in uh, potentially thinking from a sort of ground up approach how you'd like to do smart home things. Oh yeah, writ large. Oh, yeah. Have you thought any more about that in the last yes. week? Yes. Yes. Is that anything that you would be interested in talking about? Yes. Um, I've talked week, to I, one of the things I said last week was after Contra, like 45 minutes of going, you don't need to get in the weeds about this. I think it ended <laughs> up with me saying, or you could go all in on home assistant just to see if you hate it. I am going to invite you Oop. to my list, my Amazon list of all the stuff that I'm been researching. I'm not, Oh, I don't want you oh, to is get this an affiliate thing. It's an affiliate thing. No, this is just for you. Oh, okay. I'm not sharing this with anyone. Um, and this is this is the list of stuff that I've been putting together that I'm not saying I'm going to get all of it. I mean, that'd be yeah. hot. That'd be hot. <laughs> like, but, but, yeah, but, but this, we're referring here to like sort of the second or third layer of that stack, which is the the things you you think of as good products right. in your stack at the hardware bulbs-ish sort of layer. Exactly. And so if you, if you click that link that I sent you, mm-hmm. that's going to take you – I'm not going to put in the show notes um, – yeah. Uh, once mm-hmm. I figure out like what I'm actually getting and doing, then yes. But uh, until then, no, this is all just things for us to talk about. And there's things okay. that are not on this list that, you know, are available on other sites like, um, you know, like Lowe's or other things. Right, right. No, I totally. Will, I know. I'll tell Remember, you. About. Amazon used to let you put things from other websites. No kidding. Um, yeah, they wouldn't yeah, want that I, I probably still have an original copy of um, Giant Size X-Men from 1975 in there somewhere. It <laughs> yeah. was like $600. Nice. Yeah, um, this is this is a lot of this is, I can tell you that a lot of this is good stuff because it, 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 if, well, huge asterisk, if it works in whatever system you have, it'll be great. But like a lot of these I can speak to. Um, yeah, and we could talk about the goods and the bads, the uglies and the, uh, and the yellow flags, things to kind of be careful about. Yes, and there are a few other links that I'm getting you. Hang on a second. Yep. Uh, well, um, it's cool that you spent some time on this. I spent a lot is, of this time. This is a good way to do I think it's a good way to do it. I mean, you, if you – I don't know. I mean, you don't, you're not asking for my compliments, but I think this is a good way to think about stuff. Is like I don't know what all this is yet, but I'm just going to start collecting a lot of this stuff, putting it in one place, and like it'll sort of compel you – to see what's out there without needing to make a decision, which is good. That is is so right. And I'm going to send you a, here's a link to, oh, that's not where I want to put it. I want to put it in the chat with you there, that, Mm -hmm. and then this is, we're getting crazy now. We're getting, I'm not, yeah, we're getting crazy. And Mm -hmm. yeah, no, abodes, last time I checked in, abodes a pretty good system. So my goal here is to try and integrate everything that can be integrated with this system. So that means not just lights, not just <clears throat> security systems or cameras or, or um, thermostats, but try to get everything cooperating and working together as much as possible. I mean, you can see I even have a smart garage door opener mm-hmm. 
on here. I'm not saying that like I'm not obviously going to get all of this at once. This is going to be like incremental. No, no, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna preemptively defend your doing it this particular way because there is an element of cart before the horse in, uh, about this, especially if you click that buy button. That would be very cart before the horse. But I don't think that's what you're doing. You're saying like here's a bunch of what appear to be good candidates. Yeah. You know, if you want to get a camera, here's a good camera. If you want to have a room sensor, this is a, seems like a good room sensor. Exactly. Right, right, right. Exactly and, right. But you're not, again, just to be clear, you're not committing here. It isn't like you're, every year when school starts, especially in elementary school, you get this list of all the stuff you need to get. And, you know, you have to go to the, you go to your local uh, place and you can, like, I, I think at one point Amazon had it so that, like, you could say, hey, J Random School says you need these things. And you just hit a button in it. Boom. Yeah, it has the card or whatever. Yeah. And, and fortunately also then that also makes it easy to, like, yeah, chip in for, for other folks to get these things, which I... I think it's a good idea. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'd love to uh, talk about particulars and, uh, of course, because it's me, some ge slightly more general generalities. Of course. And, and the one other thing that I have is when I was yes. talking to a few people about this who are, who are somewhat, you know, nerds in this area, and one of the things that they all told me, well, there's two things that they all brought up. One of them is, oh, you're going to need an Apple Watch. And I said, well, why do I need an Apple Watch for this? That was not what I was anticipating. And they, and they said, it's, it's amazingly convenient mm. to be anywhere in your house <laughs> or near your house and be able to tap something on your watch and a thing happens. That's a, that's and, a true statement that absolutely does not prove the first statement. <laughs> right. And I it said, I said, absolutely well, great, but it's also <laughs> absolutely probably the least essential thing from Apple that you can well, spend. That's that exactly what on. I said. And I, I said, you know, I've got a phone. Does that not work? And they, oh, no, no, no like a phone works. But the attitude was kind of like, <sighs> well, but you know, then again, when you want to go in your house, you could just throw a brick through the window and get in that way. If you, you know, and I'm like, I, Dan, I'm going through this a little bit right now <laughs> with this last last time on reconcilable differences. We talked about my struggling with uh, learning how to draw. Yeah, and uh, to, it's a long story, but but just the thing, the, the problem is if you talk about something like that, at least in my perception, you get this same fairly dependable set of responses from people. <clears throat> the king of responses is always the why don't you just syndrome crowd. Well, right. why don't you just do this? Why don't you just quit your job and draw all day? Or why don't you just blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, thank you. I could do all those things. In, in, in the case of this, it's people are trying to be helpful when they say things like that, right? W w but unfortunately, it's kind of along the lines of the way I try to recommend a TV show by what I think a good first episode would be rather than the one that like is my favorite because I watched six seasons of it. Right. Like that's I would not say start watching the show based on a show from the sixth season, an episode. Like that's, if you stop and think about that for a second, you get how that's not a way to attract somebody to something that you know a lot about and care a lot about. Right, sure. So that's why I say someone's saying, for example, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think people are being cynical or having a Apple Watch is a great way to tie a ton of this stuff together um, in ways that I think can be a little surprising. As with so many of these technologies, if you haven't checked in on it in a year or four, you may be really surprised. My, my only topic I have for this week is an app that I haven't looked at for in any detail for a year. And I'm really glad I checked back in on it because it continues. It goes from great to really great. Right. And I think that's true of a lot of technology. But, of course, then the corollary is it can also go from pretty good to, like, nobody's updated this in a year. And yeah. it's the firmware can't be updated anymore. You know, like those wonderful Bluetooth speakers. Um I was calling the wrong thing. Those Bluetooth speakers we all had in like the mid two thousands that Lonely Sandwich made the ad for. Oh, called? the Jawbone. 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 Yeah. 
I mean, those are so beyond dead. There's just, they stopped when the company just stopped doing stuff. Like you could no longer get the firmware from yeah. their site. Yeah. And then, but then like people think. Well, I just got a pair of the brand. Posting the firmware on their site. But the thing that I need to run to update the firmware that isn't being updated. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even run it on my Mac. So like, that's the thing where like in 2000, whatever, five, six, seven, it was around the time my kid was born when I, we had like three or four job modes. Mm -hmm. It was like, I never would have imagined that in what feels like a fairly short amount of time, although in technology time, it's not. Right. Well, it just goes away. You know, if you can't, if you don't have a way to, uh, it might, might sound like an obscure example, but remember that not, even if you see the little, like in this case, I'm looking at this uh, abode system and I see all the, you know, all the... Uh, little badges. Yeah. It works with HomeKit. Yeah. It works with Alexa. Right. It works with, you know, Google. And that's great. And it does. But like, are there going to be other things that more aggressively try to play well with others mm -hmm. versus things? And I, I always keep coming back to this. Some of the most interesting stuff out there will kind of technically mostly work with things like HomeKit, right. but you still really need to do all the interesting stuff in their app. Or again, just to, just to problematize, one of the things I see here on your list is that Logitech camera that does not have an app. The only way to do anything with that Logitech Circle cam is to, you, you can only do it through HomeKit. Right. That's it, period, yes. full stop. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it is for HomeKit. HomeKit. And now, that's not going to sound super meaningful. It sounds like I'm just trying to muddy the waters. You wouldn't know that. If you walked into the Apple store and let's, you know, and you say, like, oh, I'm going to go get this thing and then set it up and blah, blah, blah. On the one hand, you see that HomeKit thing, well, that's great. Apple's got it in the store. That must be good. I'll bring it home. But, like, you're going to, if you go all in on, you have to go all in on the HomeKit part of that. Whereas there are other things where if you go all in on HomeKit, you gain these things and lose those things. Sometimes you lose granularity in what you can do with something because of the secure way that Apple handles video. Sorry, I'm just, no, I'm just being annoying. But, um... So I would love to talk about any of these that you want. Can I just be my karma sucks self for just one quick yeah, second? Yeah, please. Um, and again, I like a lot of these. I've owned a lot of these. These are all really good. The thing I, I would encourage our listeners and I guess uh, consequently you to just keep in mind is, okay, and if I get this, remember that top layer we talked about of experience? Yes. The, the life I want to have, the way I want to use this room. You don't need to have every aspect of that planned out to the last detail. But when you say, when one, when one says something like, oh, I'll have this camera, and then it'll be on the front door. Okay. Or I'm going to get this Eve energy device to turn things on and off. Right. Can I just talk about, for example, I'm pulling those right out my butt. I did not prep for this, okay? But I'm yeah. going to give you, I think, a good example of each. The camera on the front door. Yes, you now successfully have a camera on the front door, pointing at the front, outside your front door. Something that, according to pop-up ads I used to get, was something that you could do in the year 1999 mm -hmm. with the wonderful X10 family of products. Right. Right? Oh, well, Merlin, don't be cynical. This will come a long way. I get it, but okay, you're pointing a camera outside. What do you want that to do for your life? And I'll give you some scenarios. Yeah. Um, let's, let's go with a super cool one. Like, let's say you're like Connor Roy and you like live out in the middle of nowhere. And <laughs> right. anytime anyone is at your door, do you want it to show up in a corner of your TV? Guess what? That's comically easy to do now. Or you only want it. So like, because it's a HomeKit camera in my case, I'm probably, this is probably bad OPSEC, but the one I, I, I feel good having a secure Apple camera pointing at a non 
you know, private area of the house. Yeah. And you can have it do stuff like say, show only people, show only animals, show only deliveries, that kind of stuff. Not flawless at that. It depends a lot on how much so you can that's see. that's pretty cool. It's well, it's extremely cool. Like, is there a street behind it? Every camera, because all these questions I'm asking you, every camera handles this differently. The way a ring, I finally took down our, as part of my omnibus project to get all the Amazon stuff out of my life, I just ripped our ring off the wall because it's the stuff that goes on with the ring is just pretty gross. But anyway, you're talking the ring about way. Well, let's let's talk about that because that's something that people probably don't know, and I'm still learning about, which is like doesn't ring. You know who loves ring cameras? Um, busy buddies on next door and cops because it shares everything. They can just with go and like, well, I mean, I'm not going to get into like the things you hear, but one thing you hear is <laughs> that cops and that they're really driving to the net to be able to get access to people. Sometimes that's just as simple as going, you know, somebody got robbed at this ATM over here. Do you have any footage of that? But you know, what happens on every goddamn, you know, prestige English spy show at some point they're always pulling in all those cctv cameras from all over london because like every cubic inch of london is being shot and at least in the world of those you just go oh give me all of this so i took it down because i think ultimately it's a pretty nefarious police state thing but what i did like about the nest camera and before before you before you answer before you answer is there a replacement for it that you like is there something for it that you think i have not further explored doorbell cameras because this is way too much to get into. We live in an old house that has does not have electric that will run down to the doorbell. Sure, no, that so, makes sense. So I had to get, I had to get, the, but this is you know this is what you're dealing with. I thought I was being, I bought the nicest doorbell camera you could get at the time. Runs on batteries. You plug it in, it works. And like anybody, I'm like, oh yay, this is my new treat, and I'm gonna flip on the most um, interesting settings. Let's put it this way. I'm going to turn it on. I'm going to install it. Zip, 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 zip. I got my screwdriver. I put it in the wall. And I'm going to put on the most interesting settings. I'm going to, of course, I just got this thing. I want it to send me notifications. This is exciting. Um, So, like, have the camera see as far away as possible. What I was going to tell you was that you can say, it'll actually kind of roughly on your screen, it'll show you how far out of a radius do you want to trigger motion notifications or recordings. So I'll cut this. Is, I'm really deep in the stack here. But so what I did was when I first set up my ring doorbell camera, however many years ago, I said anything causes notifications, anything causes video, have it go the whole time. Yes, have it work at night. Yes, have it turn on LED stuff. Have it do all. This is just on the camera, and it's a really good idea until the battery runs out in 36 hours. Oh no. Okay. All right, well, let's try paring that down a little bit. Do I really need all of this? I have, nobody's even rung the doorbell yet, and I have all this technology, right? I haven't even, I could test it myself. And in fact, one neat feature at the time was that if you made a change to your ring device, you had to then press the button on the physical device to make it go, which I think is really smart, which is going to discourage remote, you know, um, exploits, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, all good. And so and you go, okay, well, now I'm getting a little better about our life. But guess what? Now I have to I have to take that thing. Zoo, 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 zoo. That's me doing my screwdriver in the opposite direction. Because <laughs> guess what? I got to bring the whole thing upstairs <laughs> and, and like charge it. Yeah. Or, you know, take out the battery and charge it. All right. And then it gets interesting, by which I mean excruciating, which is finally the first person who rang my doorbell while yeah. I was not at home yeah. was, of all people, my, my landlord, who is from Dublin. 
Uh-huh. And who was obviously, like me, so perplexed about what's happening. You know, in all the cable TV uh, commercials, people just go, hello, you can leave the package right there. Or, hey, you kids, please don't steal my Fabergé egg. And they go, oh, no, it's a voice. And all that kind of stuff. And and here's here's how this experience went for me. Pong, pong, pong. And then I, I, I pull up, and you know the anxiety of pulling this thing up. And, like, I can't see anything. Nothing yeah. is happening. Yeah. This becomes very important in a minute. Eventually, I see this kind of, oh, an image comes up, and it is my landlord looking deeply confused. And I think what he heard eventually was something like this. <laughs> and then he kind of goes, hmm? He kind of makes a face like the lizard. Here's the problem. Guess what? If it's not wired, if it's not at a really good point on the Wi-Fi, I have never once in all the years of having one of those doorbells been ever to, able to have an exchange with somebody at the door anywhere approaching the way you see it in those ads. Where they make it seem as easy as, like, you know, George buzzing Elaine in. Right, right. No, because the entire stack is so screwed. If the batteries in it are still up, are you, you're getting what I'm saying here? This is all yeah. true, by the way. Yeah. So, I mean, it never did what it was supposed to do, but I still thought, oh, this is good. At least we'll know when, it's a, when somebody's away. But guess what? Ring is not part of HomeKit. Ring is not part of a lot of other things. So the kinds of things that you can kind of do now... With like for example, with HomeKit, you can say, HomeKit now, when this camera flips on to record, also turn on the lights in that room. Which is, I mean, if you think about it, mm-hmm. that's exactly that's the really, kind of thing you would exactly super want. Yeah. I mean, maybe second after, have a light called nightlight, where when I go in the bathroom, it's on for a few minutes and then turns off. You can right. come up with all of that like by yourself. You're yeah. on your own to figure yeah. out all of that. That's that's all real interesting. But so, but of course, because I'm me. And forest and trees are confusing to me. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I did things like I bought, oh, guess what? Hey, hi, it's us at Ring. We know this thing loses battery in less than a week. So guess what? Now you can buy a solar panel for it. Okay, so I bought the solar panel that goes around it, which helps almost not at all. Why am I saying all of this? At the time, I, did the, I got the best thing that, that was out there. It was the new hotness. Everybody thought this was really good. It was a really smart idea, right? A doorbell with a camera is is very Jetsons, and it's a good idea. And a lot of it was, you know, very well made. Like you could see what it was. Like if if I was at home and on like a Superfest connection, I could see what was out there. Yeah. But the whole purpose of this integrated thing, every every single way that could be interesting in my life became a bump and an annoyance mm. and a frustration. And the problem is, if somebody rings your doorbell. And you and it didn't ring, or it's a sort of like I guess a philosophical um, thought experiment. But if they think they ring the doorbell, but it didn't actually ring, and you didn't hear it, your doorbell's not doing a great job. So, and let alone being able to say things like, "When the ring doorbell by Amazon right. is rung, turn on the lights that are Philip Hue lights, and start recording with the camera made by Logitech." Just I'll let you turn that over in your mind, because boy, isn't that the most obvious effing thing in the world? Something like that. I mean, like short of like set off an alarm when it hears glass breaking or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's the kind of thing where you go like, yeah, yeah, I could really see how that would be useful. There's no way to do that unless you go to something like Home Assistant. There's no way to make all those things work together. There's no way to ensure that like when you know how many times in in the last two days Siri has utterly defecated every bed in our house. I'm in the shower, like asking it to play Ted Leo, and I'm just screaming, trying different incantations. That's that's just Siri. Yeah. 
Okay, so anyway, that's the one part of this. So I just want to give that as an example of, well, I thought I was a good technology boy <laughs> years ago when I did that, and it wasn't very long before I realized that was not really appropriate. Let me put it this way. It, there was nothing about that that made my life cool or fun or better in any way. And then what was the other example we were talking about? Um, oh, 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 Eve Energy. Best of breed, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, best of breed in, like, this, this thing makes turns your uh, one of your electric outlets into a smart outlet in the sense that you plug this thing in and now through the very good Eve app, the very good Eve service, it runs on thread. It does all of these things. And you could have it do stuff, like if you're a little bit canny with your ifs and else's, you could have it do some really smart stuff of like, some of this is built in, some of it's not. You know, there are devices that have a built-in when the humidity in the room gets this high. Well, humidity has gauged by what? Can I use my aware device to do that? No, you can't. The aware API doesn't work with that. Mm. Okay. Well, can I use the what well, you know what I mean? Like there's no guarantee that all of these pieces will plug together. That's one of the biggest things. It's like you don't right. know. And you might get you might get everything but one thing. Or, you know, the best thing requires some you know, some other technology that you don't have or so it's, oh, this one isn't going to work with the Apple stuff. And this one only works with the Apple stuff and you want both or you want, and, you don't want to make look, that choice. As with that, back again to that example, I always give of Synologies, looking at them in the compare table showing only differences, even that is not going to make it abundantly clear. Somebody who's experienced with this stuff could look at something like, the way, for example, you could look at a beautiful laptop on Apple's website, or for years, the joke was the Mac Mini, and go, oh my God, that thing's so beautiful. You could walk into the store and buy that today, having no idea that it is so about to be EOL'd. <laughs> it should have been EOL'd three years ago. <laughs> right. They are selling Series, what, three? They were until very recently, still selling Series 3. You could walk in there and like buy a graduation gift of a, of a watch that wasn't going to work in a year. I mean... That that's that's it's it's really all on us to figure that out. So, yeah. but here's the here's what I really want to get across. Example one: the doorbell thing, because that felt like such an easy win. It eventually became obvious that for reasons I could not have predicted, it was not great. But even at the time, I, I could not have known how much this didn't play well with other things mm -hmm. and didn't suit my environment for the quality of life that I wanted. Now, another end of that continuum, we got the Eve Energy. This thing's great. I have it on so many things, like here at the office. I have it run on fans. It runs on, I could have it, you know, there's all kinds of things where maybe there's just stuff you want to be able to turn off sometimes. Mm -hmm. Or if, again, you're very canny. Like and when this thing gets turned off, for example, maybe accidentally or for, because it's loud during a meeting, in an hour or two, turn it back on. That's harder than it sounds to program. You ready for this though? Um, yeah. um, not everything you plug into an Eve Energy for reasons that are so obvious now, well, not all those things will work the way you expect it. Because why? Well, if you have like an old, like a lamp from college, right? If I have a lamp from college that I have plugged in there with that old brown, like nasty 35 foot cord you used to get on things, <laughs> right? I plug that in. I, I have a regular old, you know, 100 watt light bulb in there. Leave it turned on at the switch of the lamp. Guess what? That lamp from 1985. No problem at all. What about all the devices, though, that either don't remember power state or don't remember state of operation? And when you turn it on, all it does is just sit there until yeah. you hit a switch? Yeah. Not all smart switches deal well with non-smart or slightly smart devices. If this fan requires hitting a button no matter what, I mean, some fans are just a switch, like a, you know, 
whatever that's called, you know, like a, a three three position switch or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Just leave it in position two, and let the Eve do all the turning on and off. Right. But if it's a if it's a just slightly smaller, like cheap Walmart fan that's mm. got some crappy weird electronics in it, uh-huh. just won't go. Yeah. Th- those to me are examples of like that's the kind of stuff to look out for. And I mean, um, what, I what do you do? You just, this. you try to read reviews, you get it, you do trial and error. I mean, it's, there's well, not a you know, lot I of... have to, th- this is going to sound like a little bit of a flex, but as with so many things, I think you and I are similar in this with, with various technology things. You've been around the block with these things once or twice. And with any, as with any expertise, like you kind of go like, oh yeah, I know these are tend to, these tend to be risky things about this. Like, you know, in the life cycle of a product, you tend to not want to buy the very, like the, the first MacBook Air. Right. Was a, was astonishing, but it would also, it would fry your dick off because it was <laughs> so hot on the bottom. Do you remember yeah. how hot the original MacBook Air with the SSD? I, I do. I do. It was actually astonishingly hot. It was abusive. Hot. It, was, it was costly. It had a tiny little hard drive. And eventually that got better. Eventually that became the standard pretty much the standard Mac laptop for most people. But you don't want to buy the first one, and you definitely don't want to buy the last one. No. And you don't, if, you, if you just bought one last year, you don't need to buy the slight spec buck bump one this year. But, like, but then you and I still continue to use phrases like the good one because we know what that means. Yeah. And that there's always an asterisk next to the good one, which is like, like I just saw, I saw a funny tweet the other day from a guy who's had that, that same Japanese rice cooker for 25 years mm-hmm. that everybody gets. Mm-hmm. And he just bought another one, and it's exactly the same, and it still works great. It's like, there are things like that, but there are vanishingly fewer of those all the time. So that's my, that's my booga booga stuff up front. If you want your stuff to do anything, in, oh, so what I was going to say was, finally, and we'll talk about something you like, is that I, I, you, I think part of that expertise of being around the block a few times is to go like, oh, I've got this little... A little tingle that tells me whether or not this is worth spending spidey a ton sense. of time with. Kind of like a spidey sense, yeah. yeah. But something that goes like, hmm, I'm noticing the way that this is worded, and it makes me think that I should learn more about this before I buy six of it. And uh, Which is the kind of thing you will have to be doing at some point. If you want light bulbs that all do the same thing, you're gonna, that's what you're going to need to get. Yeah. But, boy, you really don't want to buy six of something and have it turn out you got the wrong base oh, yeah. or it wasn't bright enough, you know, any of that kind of stuff. So I guess I feel like there is no guarantee that you're going to be safe with any of this stuff, but some decisions are smarter than others. And here's the bottom line. Once you know enough about this, you've made enough mistakes. Try not to let yourself drift too far away from the most important layer. I'll say it again, that top layer experience or more allied with a general pattern. I'm interested in quality of life. Mm -hmm. If I go and get this thing that's, $600, what's my expectation in terms of quality of life? Have I accounted for how much time it's going to take to get this set up? Have I accounted for like when my my parents come visit and they don't know how to talk to the lamp? (laughs) Have I thought through all that very short-term, medium-term, and then longer-term quality of life? And I don't think there's one way to answer that question, but there are red flags or yellow flags that come up sometimes to go, yeah, yeah, keep an eye on that one. But there's very rarely anything that's just plug and play that will work well with everything. So all that ranting was just to say, yeah, this is this is exciting and it's fun. It's a neat hobby. It's a fun hobby that I like. That Ooh. was loud. Are you okay? I think I'm okay. I think they put it in the slide for the water park. So, uh, but that's that. You have to keep that presence of mind. Keep your head about you to go like, well, how 
how, what is this in service of? How will this improve my quality of life? How will this improve the experience? You should talk about something you like, and then we'll talk more. Uh, yeah, I was saying I got to get the. I wasn't. I was so engrossed. Let's. Um, let me tell you, master class. Master class. Master class. Master class is great. Uh, we've had this sponsor on the show before. Love this sponsor, and apparently our audience loves it too, because they're back, and that makes me very happy. I love these guys. I love talking about these guys. Master class. It's you can get this on your phone, the web, your smart TV. It offers classes on tons and tons of topics. They're all taught by world-class masters who are at the top of their fields. And what they do is they take each class and they break it out into individual video lessons, usually usually around 10 minutes long. And so members, they can come in and explore. You explore your own pace. And each class is supported by these really nice downloadable materials. It's not like a pamphlet but like really, really great stuff. Lessons, recipes. I mean, if you're if you do one of the one of the ones that gives you like recipes, it looks like a beautiful recipe book. Like it doesn't look like some little printout. Like you would get if you printed some recipe off the web. This is a book. This is like it's thought, it's thought through. Stuff. It reads like a syllabus from somebody who's been teaching a class for a while. Yeah, and it's the way that it's put together is so nice. I mean, you can learn anything from like. Like how to write a book or a screenplay, you how to communicate with your boss, uh, how to make a dinner like a Michelin chef, or just like how to make really good scrambled eggs. It's all there. They have these cinema quality classes, and you're gonna get essentially. It really is like getting a firsthand, almost like a one-on-one experience with someone who's a master in their field. And what's really cool is you can go and you can look at the lessons in any order that you like. There's nothing like enforces you to have to watch this one. You can jump around. It's like, do you have 10 or 15 minutes? You want to learn something cool from somebody who's really, really smart, really good at what they do, loves what they do and wants to teach it. Like that's what this whole thing is. And in addition to the video lessons, you get things like downloadable lesson recaps, like the supplemental materials that I was telling you about. All of this stuff is built in. They have hundreds of the smartest, most interesting people. And like I said, iOS, Android, desktop, Apple TV, Amazon TV, Roku, it's there for all of them. Have you been watching any of the new stuff on here recently or are you... um I check in. I check in every few weeks. It's not something I, I look at constantly. But what I, I mean, I have the most boring possible way of doing this, which is I'll usually just go in and like pick up wherever I had left off with, you know, Chris Foss or David Lynch or whomever. But there's there's always new stuff in there. But there's always, always new stuff the, in there. The, and the, it's the production so cool. values are, are so high. They really is. They're like beautiful little films. The categories that kind of break it out into like main categories, but like you got food, design, arts and entertainment, music, business. You're like, well, what could be in business? Like, what can I learn in business? This has actually become, over the last few months, my favorite section. Interesting. Um, you know, things that like I used to run screaming away from as like a, a young person in the world are now have become very interesting to me. Like, like economics is like now interesting to me, yeah. but like they have great courses on um, like business leadership by Howard Schultz. That's one that I've been watching. That's really, really great. Um, there's a guy named Chris Voss. He's like a master negotiator. He teaches negotiation. Like there's so many really great things. And you might come away saying, oh, I don't know. Is that for me? I'm, I, do, do I really need to hear what Bob Woodward has to say about investigative journalism? Well, Who's like, heard of him? I'm mm. not, not going to become an investigative journalist now. 
But you know what? I'm fascinated by that. I'm fascinated by how people do what they do. And there is so much in here. I highly recommend this. We've got a special deal for our listeners. If you go to masterclass.com slash back to work, a masterclass that come back to work. This should be people can remember that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You go there. You you uh, you're going to get fifteen percent off of masterclass. Isn't that amazing? I I can't recommend that people check this out more. I love this sponsor. Unlimited access to every masterclass, and because you listen to Back to Work, fifteen percent off an annual membership. So go to masterclass.com/slash Back to Work. Thanks very much to them for making the show possible. Boom. Thanks, thanks, masterclass. Buck buck. Have you noticed <clears throat> that my bell is a little different tone? Yeah, I know. I think I must have, mine is a little sharp or flat, I can't tell, but yeah. It's sometimes a little bit dissonant. Mm-hmm. It's like the succession theme. So let me just walk people through what I've, I've put on here, okay? Yes. And and things that I might want to hear from people about. You know, we've got well, the- what, Hang on, hang on. What, yeah, what, 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 okay, you're going to go through this list. What is What are you looking for by reading this? Well, I'm not going like, to go over every single one of them. I was just going to kind of say the categories of the stuff. What do you want people I'm to contact you about, to, They can if they want. Like, I'm, say, if it's the good one? Yeah, if it's the good one. I'm not even going to okay. detail what it is. But, like, things that things that I want to do. I want to be able to open the garage door uh, without, you know, necessarily having to, like, hit the button in the car. Uh, is it possible that you'd like for the garage door, for example to close itself, whether you noticed it's open or not. I, I, if that was possible, I would exactly. love that. That's what you, you don't, you already know how to open and close. I know I'm, I'm not being, no, a no, I love it. it keep what, going. what I'm trying to say here is you already have a way of opening and closing the door. Right. If you're like me, I even have a sensor on our garage door that will let me know from upstairs, whether it's open or closed. It's just the most basic, simple little radio signal. And it knows whether it's vertical or horizontal. And that's, that's handy because I don't have a way to retrofit for, but like what you're describing here is like, let's just, let's get right to why you would change or, um, or adapt what you have now is because you, it would be nicer if you knew that your garage door closed, even if you, this is so important, Dan, even if you didn't notice it was open. Yeah. Well, what if it, I mean, I do this all the time. I got at the uh, Lunar New Year parade the other night. I totally did the Richard Splett thing. And I kept thinking I was shooting videos, but I was actually turning off videos. I did that thing where I did the exact opposite. You've, you've done that a million times, right? Mm-hmm. You think you're shooting a video of something, but all you have is the last second where you'd stop shooting it. And you're like, oh, God, I'm an idiot. Same thing here. Like, did you forget? Did you, like, and there's a quality of life, even for the non OCD folks out there, a quality of life issue to know that if I'm not home, if the house sitter went into the garage to get cat litter, I want to know that that door closed. I don't want to have to think and worry about that. Is it not fair to say that's the whole reason why you would want? I mean, is, tell me other reasons why you would want that. No, I mean that's the the main thing is 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 doing things for me that I might forget or that I don't want to have to think about or that feel stupid. The, but the to the, have to the, the missing about. piece in this that I think people leave out is the like, yeah, but it's one thing to get notified about something. But it's another thing to not even need not to be notified to about it. Not even have to do it. Well, you know what I mean? Like like the sort of thing where you could say like at your bank, like automatically transfer money like to, to savings or, you know what I mean? Automatically have overdraft fees and stuff like that. Sure. I don't necessarily just want to spend my day checking for emails about like events in the world. Dude, this is why you get the, to quote Don Draper. That's what the money is for. 
I'm giving you the money so you close my garage door without me ever knowing it was left open. Mm -hmm. Unless I consider it a mitzvah to know that I suck at closing the garage door. But that's emblematic of a much bigger thing we're talking about. You know what I need, man? I need a lot fewer notifications about everything. I need a lot more people taking care of it for me. That's a beautiful way to put it. And if you think about, we've talked about like the Holy Grail all along what we want is we want something that's works like a person and just kind of knows stuff. Like for Mm -hmm. example, if, if you left your garage door open and a human being who lived in your house saw it open, they might say, Oh yeah, they probably don't want that. open." We got to knock at the door one night at three in the morning. There was a cop standing there saying your garage is open. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, I'm, I guess on the one hand, I am kind of glad it's kind of that sort of flex cops love. Like you're lucky I'm here to scare you in the middle of the night. Thanks. Thank you, officer. I'll call you officer because even though you, you, you did finish high school. So that, but no, absolutely. Absolutely. But like we get, there's just this rage for like, it's not difficult to push notifications. I'll bet the first week of making an iOS iOS app, you can figure out how to push a notification. Mm -hmm. What's a lot harder is what you're just, I'm not even talking about going all the way down to like ML or AI type stuff. It's just more like, like I say, you would not believe what I had to go through to create a nightlight for my bathroom that wouldn't turn off the the thing at the wrong time or turn yeah. it on at the wrong time. There's I should not have to go create my own logic from scratch, title, in order <laughs> to have a light turn on and then go off. But the thing is, I'm not a programmer, guys. I'm not a coder. But like you would be surprised that that is thornier than it sounds. And there's kind of three levels of conditions to just a nightlight. So why don't you just have that nightlight you had as a kid? Well, I could, but I also really like the fact that at other times, like, don't be, don't be simple. I like the fact that it doesn't do anything until it's supposed to. And then it, when it does do what it's supposed to do, it knows why and when it's supposed to do it. And very importantly, when to go back to doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be too smart. Stop suggesting things to me. Just do, learn from me, do what I want, and make it easy, right? So, yeah, there you go. All right. So, where were we? We're at uh, Garage Door? Garage Door. I was just saying, like, that's a perfect example of something that it's easy to forget. It's bad if you forget it. And wouldn't it be nice if it was just done for you? If there was something, a little bit of intelligence? Well, the problem is we don't really have that intelligence. Like, it's very obvious to a human being (laughs) <laughs> to say nobody is home and the garage door is open what should you do every single person Even listening something to this as simple is you should as close it, it. it it's after 11 p.m. and it's been open for 2 hours and now if it were me because this is how i am and i would say like no motion has been detected in the garage for 2 hours and it's 1 a.m. and the door is open <laughs> wouldn't that to a normal person a normal person would see that and go oh i better close the garage door and because there's no lights on in there, I can tell nobody's in there, right? Mm-hmm. A, a person, like you described, would know that and would close it. And that would, but on the first try, as a lay person, go write the HomeKit shortcut for that that will never bite you in the ass. Right. And it's that's, not that's the thing. It's as like, simple as it sounds. It's not. And and you have to, as a as a human being, right? We have to think of all of these things. We have to, we have to distinguish kind of say, well, if this thing happens, then do this other thing. And I don't like, I'm still completely not sure. Is it uh, how, how you set up those different conditions or, or program it like that? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a software developer, so I'm not concerned with like the syntax of it, but it's more like where, where do I, what do I tell to do that thing? If I want it to do that thing? Yeah. 
And if it, if it, and, and but that's what you, you know, you don't have VS Code to do this unless you are right. in Home Assistant, in which case you very much do have VS Code to do this. Um, but so you're doing this on an app, you're doing this in, in HomeKit, you're doing it with this with whatever. Mm-hmm. But think about how often, for example, say, and I'm beating up on Siri, but Siri didn't hear you, or Siri didn't hear you correctly, or Siri didn't respond in the way that you expected. I believe one phrase for that is it fails silently. Like something didn't happen that was supposed to happen and you don't know why it did or didn't or may not. It's like, you know, Schrodinger's light switch. Uh-huh. You don't, you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like there's no, yeah. there's not much to be exposed there. I've got on my stream deck, I've got a button that I utilize constantly. And as recently as this morning, I got, there's an error I got about six different times, which is when I, long story short, I hit a button on my stream deck. It utilizes a Mac app to run a, uh, what's that called when you got a URI um, callback URL? Yeah. So basically it hits up the API for HomeKit stuff via mm-hmm. this app. And it's really handy. It's a little bit of a Rube Goldberg thing, but I got one of those for turning fans on and off on Stream Deck, right? Turn lights on and off. Turn on the warm lights. Turn on the cool lights. Like turn on just this one light for when it's on leaving at the end of the day or whatever, right? And I always get the same error that pops up and says like, it, you know, couldn't run this whole thing. Go check the log for what happened. But so like now it was some combination of looking at HomeKit, the actual terrible, terrible app home and like going and reading in console. Like I'm supposed to go figure out which fan it doesn't think is working right. <laughs> well, bad on me. Why would I want a home that does things? But, but that, <laughs> that's kind of what we're talking about here. You on the one that's devil in the deep blue sea, because you will not have, unless you go way deeper, you will not have a debugger <laughs> for this stuff and it's trial and error. And sometimes it's going to be that your, your, your poor, sweet, good natured, wonderful neighbors will be like, the, it's doing the thing again. And you're like, Oh, I know what the thing is. The thing is like, there's like an incredibly bright light that didn't go off because there was an instance I had not planned for that involved a combination of presence, motion, manual entry and time of day. And I didn't account for all of those things. Mm-hmm. Or I forgot that it wasn't a very sunny day, so this light did not get charged up by the solar charger. Like it's it's a, it's kind of a recipe for madness. Yeah. But it's also it can be really fun and challenging too. Other things you've got on this list, I I, I guess yeah, these are these are good things, and I, I think it's useful to like I say, if it's not obvious, it's useful to think about the not just the interactions. F- qua interactions, but to to get the quality of life and experience that you want, are there novel ways that all these different dinguses could work together? And the truth is a bunch of these, pretty much all the ones on this list that I have, will work pretty well through HomeKit. Um, You want to read some more of these? You got got a lot of the heavy hitters. You got the Lutron Caseta, which I think is one of the best. Hold on, let me get back to that window. Yeah, okay, so I got that one on there. I have good things to say about pretty much all of the Eve products. I'm not compensated by them, but I've certainly spent, and they're not cheap. Like, you're going to spend more than you think you should on these if you decide to go, but, you know, I can't help that. Yeah. But they're, I like their weather uh, you know, I'm a weather nerd. I, I think I said before. Well, that's why I, I say you get the net, ta- at home I've got the net Tatmo. At work I've hidden somewhere outside, I've hidden the Eve weather thing, which looks like every Eve device. It's a little round wrecked, you know, with a readout on it or a sensor, right? Um, but that's, I, I uh, the, so there, the motion stuff, the energy, motion, energy, the Eve strips are really good. And then on top of it all, like the bit, 
greatest blessing of all is that the Eve app is really good on iOS. And when you run the iOS um, app on the Mac, sorry guys, it's approximately a thousand times better than using HomeKit Home. It's so, go, just go get the Eve app. It's really good, and there's and it stuff will that, it will control everything. Yeah, I mean, if it's an app that works with HomeKit stuff, yeah, you know, you theoretically don't need to be using the Home app to do that. If you've got a HomeKit compatible device and a third on a third party device and app, there's a pretty good chance that it will expose all the HomeKit stuff inside your house. And where where necessary, interesting, or useful, it will show you things where there could be interactions with those things. Like for example. Uh, a weird one that I like a lot is by a company called iDevices. And iDevices makes a, whatever that basic light bulb base is, that you can, you, you, you basically screw it into your light bulb base and then put a regular bulb into the, the base of the iDevices thing. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it makes it smart. It's got a, it's got a night light where you can oh, choose the color. And it's got, uh, it can be a bulb, but you can also stick one of those octopuses in there. If it's in an old closet or garage and you want a butt ton of low wattage bulbs, you know, LED bulbs that can just be real bright, I do that. But the iDevices app is, it's fine, but it's, it's garbage fine. Like it's, like it's just, ugh, it's just really, ugh. It feels like they hired somebody on Fiverr like on a Friday afternoon <laughs> to make this thing. Um, but like I say, the thing with Eve though, and not only that, but the Eve app, I'm not here to just shill for Eve, but boy, they've done a good job. Elgato is the company. They also do, Elgato uh, does Eve products. It also does Eve. It also does these awesome lights that I've got here, um, you know, and the stands for those lights. It's a good company. And their app, one of the things I love in the Eve app is, well, first of all, you can expose, you can see what's happening on your thread network in a way that no other app even comes close to doing. Like who's awake, who's an endpoint, who's sleepy, all those things, you can see all of that. But then also it breaks down all of your devices, it's a free app, breaks down all of your devices by room, but also by, what do you call, what would you call it, class? So you can say, show me everything that's a plug. Show me everything that exposes a, a battery level. Show me everything that can be powered on or off. And so you can say, just show me all my stuff that has batteries and quickly glance anything that needs to be recharged because there's a little red icon. So I, I feel like I'm taken care of with the Eve family of products. And I'm, if I'm going to, if I'm going to do this stuff to, to paraphrase very poorly, paraphrase Oscar Wilde, the only thing worse than spending too much is spending too little. Because if I spend too much, but it's something that's awesome, at least I have something I can use. If I spend too little on something, and I spend so little that it actually makes my life less pleasant, I've double lost. I'd rather spend a little more and get stuff I can depend on. And I have found the Eve devices pretty easy to set up, pretty easy to maintain. And if, if or when they do go tits up, it's easy enough to just pop in the paperclip and start over. And it'll like remember your settings. You can transfer settings between Eve devices. I mean, that's cool. I think it might be in the bag for Eve. Plus, they do stuff I don't need. Like, you've got it here. They have one thing that will detect uh, leaks. They have a thing. I believe they have a thing that can control your, your hose for, like, watering the yard mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so why would you need that? What's the matter? Just use your hands like your grandpa did. Well, but let's just take a real easy one. Wouldn't it be nice to know that, let's say I'm just, like, I've had, everybody in the house has had a long day. The one example I gave last week is if, if the temperature is going to be below... X after 6 p.m., at least let me know about that. Like, you can do that with carrot. But also, 
more than just letting me know about that, we'll do stuff as a result. See, that's right? the cool part. And that's the kind of stuff that I still need to learn. Like how, how awesome would it be if the system knows, oh, it's going to rain. This is a thing I do when it rains. Well, or and, it's going but, to but be very add, cold. Add to, on top of that, and it would know that I'm out of town. Right. That's, I mean, isn't that really ultimately the dream? Is like, oh, uh, this thing's going to happen, and I can't do anything about it now. So it only, uh, to again, to paraphrase, uh, <laughs> in this case, George Costanza's colleague, <laughs> we only wake you for the important meetings. I want you to tell me if I need to ask our neighbor to go fix something, like the fact that the garage door hadn't closed all night, right? There are times where a notification is extremely important. I just, I don't need a notification to say something like, remember to go to bed. That, that's not useful to me. Let alone something like, you know, the, so like that, that automatic check engine light you get at every right. multiple of 10,000 miles or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not actually a helpful guy. Like, that doesn't help me. Um, but I think, you're, I think you're onto it with that because given these conditions, what's a thing that would give me more versus less quality of life? The ultimate right. quality of life in some way is not worrying unnecessarily, perhaps, at least for somebody like me. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't guarantee that. Like, life is what it is, but... But there's no, there isn't, there oughtn't be a reason why everything has to be, I mean, like, like for example, the thing with the grandpa, why don't you just use your hands to turn on the spigot stuff? <laughs> well, wouldn't it be handy to know that tomorrow, like we haven't, like your schedule that you've quote unquote made up for your sprinkler system, like how well is that integrated with weather forecasts and mm -hmm. would it matter? Mm -hmm. Well, I sure hope it matters, guys. If you want to keep living on this big blue marble, we're going to have to stop using less water to spray on our on our dirt greens. Oh, yeah. So, for example, why would that matter? Well, even if you're, say, using reclaimed water, wouldn't it be kind of cool if, if it knows there is an unseasonable, uh, unseasonable showers coming for the next two days? Wouldn't it be nice to know that and say, you know what? Don't water today. Right. Don't water today based on something that's expected to happen or in should the happen future. Or will happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like to have to me that's the ultimate kind of smart home. And that's why that's why I say when you go through this stuff, it really is useful to look at quality of life, to look at your quote unquote experience, but then also to think about and how would an interaction between what these two things are good at improve my life. And again, my marker for the next year, probably the next five years, it's going to be all about presence detection and like better and better and better and better presence detection is the linchpin for this stuff, improving in a way that a privacy conscious person would feel good mm -hmm. trusting something to, to tend their world on their behalf. Eve room is great. I got a button. I'm looking at one right now. Eve Room basically, <laughs> I was bitching about this last night on Twitter. Like I've got an Eve Motion and an Eve Room in the bathroom. So what that means is, what that mean is the Eve, uh, the Eve Room, uh, or sorry, the Eve Sensor, what's it called? Yeah, Eve Room, right? Yes, no, yeah, Eve, that's Eve one room. I had to Eve, check. Uh, Eve Motion, I think it's called. That will detect if there's somebody there. That's responsible for deciding if the lights should go on at a certain time of day, et cetera. And then the Eve Room is the thing that knows the temperature, humidity, and air quality. I wish those were the same thing, plus I wish they had a clock. Like, in the bathroom, I don't really need to see the exact humidity right now. Just because, again, what's great about a Stream Deck? Well, on a Stream Deck, those aren't just buttons. Each button is also a display. So the display is contextual. That's the thing. In a, in a truly smart home... All of your displays should be, to me, should be almost as capable as like a Siri stack on your phone. Yeah, like oh, it should show you stuff. Like I don't, I don't need to know the humidity at two a.m. You know, like what I want to see is potentially like that it's two fifteen a.m. And you know what? Just for fun, maybe it has a way of get, of blinking if the garage door is open. 
that would be fine too. But like, I don't, there's not a single answer to all of these things. And they're not, it's not that your house can necessarily be smart, but it's that your house can be, it's definitely not going to be gifted. At least your house can be slightly accelerated. And, and that's, that's the, the relationships between these things are, are really excited. That piece I think I was struggling to remember last week. I'm going to say a, a curse, a, a cuss, a, yeah, do a it. swear. Do it. I, I found that, I think it was here that I mentioned something I said was probably by Cory Doctor, and it is. And it was Cory Doctor writing a piece on the, a wonderful phrase, the enshittification mm-hmm. of like these different services and apps and hardware and mm-hmm. you know that, that three-phase process of like waste all the money in the world to get market share um, you know, blow all your principles <laughs> to like get businesses to like you, and then abandon everybody because because you suck. I'm, I'm putting that a little bit stringently, but that's the thing, though. Per last week, if we're moving toward ecosystems that are more and more closed, out of a need to, um, you know, suck all the oxygen out of the room. <laughs> oh, those guys in that space, they're they're sucking all the oxygen out of the room. I think that was Dave Roderick. <sighs> Counselor, you uh, uh, but is the future going to be more open or more closed? And that's why I think things like Home Assistant are interesting. Dan, I'm talking to like say something. Oh, get that net atmo. Don't even you don't even need to hesitate. That's a good that's a good buy. Which way? So, oh, so the one you've got here, you got the net atmo. Um, uh, weather station indoor. Yeah, outdoor yeah. With net wireless. atmo weather station indoor outdoor compatible. I would get that with one plus the rain thing. With Amazon Alexa yes, home get that plus the rain one plus the wind one. One of the things that people have told me. Hmm is that the bulbs are great when they work, but Which that bulbs? if the, any bulb, like okay. a smart bulb in general, but uh-huh. uh, in particular, I'm looking at the Philips Hue ones, but uh, or like this one, Philips Hue White, A19, medium, lumen, smart bulb, 100, you know, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the, but you probably want color, not white. The thing that, yeah, the thing that, that people have told me about that is like if, if color is not that important for you and you just want a smart bulb, that maybe you don't even get a smart bulb because what's going to happen is at some point your child, your your friend, your spouse, your guest, whoever, or maybe even you <laughs> will accidentally turn it off. And they'll turn oh, it off yeah, with the oh, light this switch. Is, this is, yeah, and this is why in our house we've got like those little plastic covers over switches. Right. Because <laughs> if that goes off, you can't talk to the lamp anymore. Uh, right. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So, no, well, no, no, I was I just going to say, like, that, so what their advice was is get those little smart power switches that, that plug into the outlet and you plug things into that, and then you can just turn off the regular lamp. Right, but this but also I'm like, is that adjacent- doesn't do what I wanted to do. No, you know? and it's adjacent to what I was describing earlier with, like, okay, you've got, the, you've got this wonderful Eve energy for controlling uh, devices in your home, but, like, we'll think about this. Let's say, like, when I was a kid, the the fancy bulb that we didn't have a lot of, we had one in the living room, was the three-way bulb. And if you, you could click it four times, even though it was a, you know, the, uh, that's, that's such a clever bit of technology. I would totally watch, hey, technology connections guy, I would totally watch a video on how this works. Into a standard lamp, you put in uh, uh, one of those bulbs, and it's off, right? You click the little, uh, you know, uh, switch right once and it's 50 watts you click it again it's 100 watts right you click it a third time it's 150 watts you click it a fourth time it's off so how that is such a clever uh, reverse engineer what's the word i'm looking for backwards compatible technology mm-hmm. yeah that you have an a19 base that works on there but then even though you've got a quote-unquote digital on off for that switch 
I don't know exactly how that would work, but, but, but in that same way, well, like if you, I don't, I, I couldn't do this right now because I don't have a three-way incandescent bulb, but if I, if that was on a lamp, that lamp from college, for example, that I made up yeah. and that was attached to the Eve energy, I, let me ask you, if that quote unquote turns on, what would you expect it to do? Would you expect it to be off at the bulb? Would you expect it to be on 50, 100, 150 specifically? Or would you expect it to be on whatever the last whatever click the last it was one on? Is what I want. But can it do that? I don't know. I bet it has to cycle to know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. You're onto something though, because it's like, but that, that will always be relevant, what we're describing here. I mean, in the last instance, it, like the best system in the world that doesn't produce light you like has failed. Yes. So in some cases, you're going to want, like a Philips Hue is a hub-based system. So you buy, it's, you know, whatever you want to call it, Gillette or Polaroid model in some ways. You buy this relatively inexpensive hub, and then you spend a lot on all their different devices. But, yeah, it's a pretty good company, and they got, okay, good software, and it works with HomeKit. But, you know, on, in the one case there, now that's an LED light. I believe it's LED, but they're usually, like, you can't really see the LED-ness of them. But you can get the white, or you can get the white in color. That's all good. That does require a hub. Um, Nano Leafs, very similar. Very, the bulbs in practice are very similar, except you don't need a hub, which I really like about those. So that's why I have those at my office versus the Phyllis ones. But what you're talking uh -huh. about here is like, the, I have found, for example, you know how I, I, my vision is not very good. So I love the brightest bulb I can get. And I found, time was, I would always just use, buy 200 watt incandescent bulbs, which are hot and use a lot of electricity. You can get some okay good LED light bulbs now when we say led i feel like that's always like I, I think of like the readout on a digital watch when i was a kid well no it just means tiny little electric lights right but like you can get a pretty good not smart quote unquote but like i buy these six or eight packs of these bulbs that are the equivalent yeah. of a 150 watt bulb and there's going to be a lot of cases where that is what you want on a lamp that has like a smart capability I have lamps where the smarts are based based in. I have one called a lamp called a desk lamp called a Moros, where all of the smarts are in the lamp. It's actually not that great. But yeah, you're right. Every one of these, there's an answer, but there also is a cost and a trade-off to deciding what you want to do. And you know, I, I still think you should play with Home Assistant for fun. And, and, I, and then it would, it would also be neat for you to do a pilot program. It would be kind of fun for you to, for example, if I were going to give you homework, I would say buy four nano leaf bulbs and just see how it goes. That's not going to cost you anything. All you right. need is an app and HomeKit for that. Yeah, and you could be putting like those in your house just for fun to see what happens. So the other thing, actually, before I tell you about the other thing, I should tell you about something that Please I like. Please do. Uh, let me tell you about Squarespace. Squarespace. You know, it's an all-in-one platform, Merlin, for building your brand, growing your business online. You're going to stand out with beautiful website. You're going to engage with your audience. You're going to sell anything, your products, the content you create, even mm. your time. So if you want to start a new side hustle, your next big thing, Squarespace is there. They've got you covered. They've got these amazing templates. I'm always the one talking about the templates because I'm so impressed by these. Love the templates. And the I'm, templates don't touch your, your, as I like to call it, stuff. I've got a weird habit now. Whenever mm. I go to a site that I really like, my gut instinct, it's like escape. you hear a song. Hit escape. Hit escape. Yes, hit escape. You hear a song <laughs> and you're like, this probably the Beatles or Led Zeppelin. Yeah. And then it turns out to be either the Beatles or Led Zeppelin, depending on the kind of music it is. It's the same thing with Square. You see a beautiful website, you're like, it's probably Squarespace. And you hit the escape key, and what happens 
for those who don't know, is that will take you, if it's enabled, if the person has enabled it, that'll take you right to like the admin login. It's not like you're going to hack it. You can't hack it. No, no, no. Well, but, I mean, basically it exposes that there's a keyhole here, but it doesn't right. give you the key. Right. But it's really cool. It's like, I, I knew it. Anytime I well, see a beautiful what, when site. You're develop, when you're developing, when you're working on your site, that's so handy because there's all kinds of way to run different, very sophisticated preview stuff from, from right inside your uh, account, but then sometimes you do want to see like what it actually looks like. And here's what's neat: like, let's say you've got your site mostly the way you want, or like 100% the way you want. You're just going around, do do. You're clicking things. You're using your site like your users would, your visitors. At some point, you might go, "Oh, I need to update th- that date." Like whether that's a date in the footer for a copyright, or maybe it's in a, da- a date for like a monthly event needs to be updated. The reason I think that's there is you're on your page like a regular user, and you hit escape. And it's going to say, hey, you want to log in and fix that? Yes, please. It's that fast. That fast. Yeah. So I love this stuff. I think everybody who's making a great website should just go to Squarespace and and make it. They probably should. Mm -hmm. And they've got everything covered, man. Like you could make an appointment. You want to schedule stuff? Like they got that. You want to ship stuff? They got that. You need a logo? They got it. You need to buy a domain? They got it. They got everything. So just go there and like check it out. If you have an idea for something and you're thinking, man, I don't want to maintain a website. I don't want to build uh-uh. a website. I don't want to do anything with a website. You don't have to. And if you, if you know somebody who's like struggling getting this done and they think they have to go hire someone, like they don't. Hire Squarespace instead. Go to <laughs> squarespace.com slash it's, I'm going to give them that. It's mm. your show. Squarespace.com slash it's your show. It's actually really good. I mean, it's, well, I wasn't going to jump in, but you know, the, put us out of business. Put the me of, a, of a half a generation ago. Put, put me out of business. I don't, want to, I don't want to be in the webmaster business anymore. I don't want to have to get the Word files from Donna. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm, I'm still mad at Donna. Donna has got to send me one of those bidets, but I'm not going to be I think that it's it. on the way. Oh, well, I, I hear things, but you know, I'll, I'll believe it when, I'm clean, when I have a clean basement. Well, <laughs> you go, but I used it just, just yesterday for the Roderick on the, not, not, a, not a bidet, but, uh, but, a, uh, but, the, but the Squarespace. I was, on it, I was on it last night. It's the easiest. It's the best part of waking up. <laughs> Just have that. Squarespace in your cup. I like that. They can have that. Mm-hmm. Squarespace.com slash it's your show. You get a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, the offer code is it's your show. And you're going to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's all I've got to say about that. Thanks very much to Squarespace for making this show possible. Thanks, Squarespace. Pop, pop. Let's end soon. Yeah, we know we have to. Um... So that's my, 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 uh, you, you're, you have not agreed to receive homework from me, but I continue to say, hey, you should at least dick around with um, Home Assistant and like at least, you know, put it on your Docker. Just see what you think. And then also, um, I think some Nana Leaf. Here's, let's put it this way. There's not much to be lost from just trying some Nana Leaf bulbs and seeing what you think. But it does also enable a lot of fairly interesting things. Like you don't need a hub. It's not a huge financial expenditure. Apple will probably bring them to you today or tomorrow from your Apple store, which is nice. Gives you a chance to play around. And now, I mean, I'm, I, it isn't as though you've never had any smart things, right? But this does mean now you have something to really experiment with in home. Right. Exactly. See, if you hate every second of dealing with this stuff, stop right there. You know what I mean? If you don't like Day of the Doctor, let me put it this way. If you don't like 11th Hour... You can just skip a whole lot of Doctor Who. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, no, totally. Mm-hmm. If you don't like Hard Home, maybe you just shouldn't watch Game of Thrones. 
Or, or for that matter, Battle of the Bastards. That's also a very I haven't good one. seen that. Don't talk like that, Dan. No, That's crazy talk. Sorry. you never seen Hard Home or, or, or Battle of the Bastards. Uh-uh. First season's good, but it gets better. I'm watching that Last of Us, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happened with the the show The Servant. First season, pretty good. Weird. Second, eh. huh? You're, you, now, if I understand mm. what you're saying, M Night Shyamalan is somehow, I guess, slipping on. I don't quality. even know if he's involved in it anymore. He might not be involved in it. They probably don't even. They don't even wake him for the important meetings. <laughs> no, it's okay. You just sleep, night. Good night, night. <laughs> good night. Good night, night. Yeah. Good night, spoon climbing over the night. Good night, nobody. Good night, six cents. That was a good one. <laughs> good night, Eric. Unbreakable Bender, was awesome. Which also day. makes no sense. Unbreakable. Ah, uh, those two movies. They're the good ones. Those are the <laughs> Wirecutter did it series. They would say those are the good ones. Those two. Mm-hmm. You get the sense, and then you get the sensibility. That's right. Hmm. Hmm. You know what's movie. a good movie is that Little Women movie from a few years ago. I haven't seen Gerwig that one. one. I saw the one with um with Claire Danes. Yeah, Claire Danes, and I was going to say Winona Ryder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. This one's got Saoirse Ronan, who I adore. Did you ever see Hannah? Hannah? Hannah Hannah and her sisters. I saw that. Oh, that's a good movie. Schubert. Um, uh, Check out the movie Hannah with a, uh, like, teen-ish, not pre-teen, but just around teen-aged Saoirse Ronan and I think Eric Bana, H-A-N-N-A-H, highly recommend uh, to you in particular. David Bana, turn into the Hulk. Oh, Oh, ain't he unglamorous? Doc Bruce Banner. Yeah. That's him. <laughs> Why did they change it to David for the for the TV show? I can only guess that it was a copyright thing. In the days even before the, the spider this, this this particular Spider-Man villain is that currently licensed to Sony? Remember that I mean this all really came to a head in some ways with Quicksilver. And Scarlet Witch. Yeah, that was the weirdest. Because you could like, you could refer to them as Wanda and Peter, but like you couldn't refer to them as mutants. You couldn't. In this, you know what I remember this? That that, that amazing Venn diagram of who owns what, and like you could you have. Oh, the right, I do. Yeah, I remember that. Right, like you could have. You could have. What was the one with Deadpool when it was at? Warner before Disney, where it's like you could have Deadpool and you could have mutants in it. You could even have like the the mansion in it. But I think you couldn't say, I want to say X-Men. Some of you can say mutants, some you could say X-Men. Right. But, and then there was one where you could, there was one that was, it all came down to, of course, you know, no more mutants. It all comes down, <laughs> it all comes down to Wanda, because there was one that was like, you can refer to her, <laughs> you can call me Ray, or you can call me Jay, or you can call me Sonny. But she was, you were allowed to, there was like different legal buckets for Wanda Maximoff, for daughter right. of Magneto for oh, right. Scarlet Witch for Mutant for X-Men. Are you ready for this? For Because she was also in the Avengers. So like she could be Wanda Maximoff, but she could not be in the Avengers <laughs> because that those rights were owned. Every single one of those buckets was owned or licensed slightly differently. That's so dumb. <sighs> well, you know, uh, I hope I light up your life, Dan. No, you always do. No more mutants. Okay. All right, let's put this up. I love you. I love you too, Merlin, man.